previously on Dear Diary, keep out. First day of high school. We had to sit in alphabetical so order. I sat next to a girl called Siobhan. I've got Tom, who I went to drama with in my math I want set. to talk to him tomorrow. I keep getting all nostalgic about Sisset and the people there. If I wasn't keeping a diary, I don't know what I'd do. Because I wouldn't want to forget all this stuff ever. We had English first thing. With Mrs. G, who's nice. We're in our own classes for that. I've realised that Ben is kind of fit, but I still can't find James. He's my main focus at the Mo. Talk to James. I did see James I saw him today. first in the morning, but he didn't see me. I saw him walking towards me with his friend. And Gemma, at the top of her voice nearly, says, James? He just goes, yeah, hi. So I say hi, all embarrassed like. And then Gemma shouts, you fancy him? She tried to follow me when I went off in a huff then. I didn't know. I was only joking. So I turned round and shout. Well, you don't know a lot of things, do you, Gemma? So keep your nose out of what you don't understand. Oh, no. <laughs> Dear Diary. Podcast where my wife reads from her teenage diaries. Uh, my husband makes fun of me. I'm Sean. And I'm Lauren. How are you today, my love? I'm okay. I'm a little tired. A little tired, a little groggy. Oh, why is that? Because I'm back on the sauce. Ooh. <laughs> no. you had a, you've had a couple drinks, yes. you know, since you've reintroduced drinking again. Mm-hmm. But last night was the first time oh, we went heavy. I think we was pretty heavy for Mike and Holland's oh, wedding. Yeah, of course we were. I had like a bottle of fizzy to myself. Mm. And then we had some buckfast. 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 Yeah. So I'm just not used to the hangovers <laughs> again. I'm in a kind of experimental phase, mm-hmm. I think, of deciding what my future of alcohol looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. I'm still thinking that when I go out, I can probably, I'd probably be perfectly happy with non-alcoholic. Yeah. And like, I've been having a good time just when we go out, having one or two, which is a new experience for me. I've never been able to do that. It's always been, you know, once I get two, two or three, yeah, it's just I want to keep going. You got to shut the yeah, bar down. My, my, yeah, my 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 mind doesn't want to quit. It'll keep going. Oh yeah, I'll have one more until there's nothing left, or they kick us out of the bar. Yeah, the the need once I start, mm-hmm. I always felt uh, weird, but now I feel like going. What was it like six months without drinking? It was six months. Yeah, and then I I feel like when I have a drink, there's not that. Oh, have another, have another, have another. Of course, I, you know, I, I'll have another, but then once it's time, I'll go, no, I'm all right. Yeah, that's good. I think that I probably, yeah, will have the odd pint and stuff, but I'm a bit like you. I don't really have, yeah, the desire to get absolutely smashed. I will say I did miss nights like last night (laughs) where it's just you and I. Yeah. Drinking, getting drunk. 
Yeah, we did get drunk. <laughs> Getting drunk and just chatting away the night. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was really, really nice mm-hmm. last night. Um, And I'm... It's just so touch and go, unfortunately, mm-hmm. still for me at the moment, as to whether I'll go down a sad path mm-hmm. or a happy path. Last night, luckily, was happy. You started going down a little bit of a sad path, but then... Yeah. You, you said, no, I don't want to do that. Put your phone away and then, you know, you went you went to a good place, which was nice. Yeah. So I think you've got a little bit more control over that now, which is... I'd like to think so. Yeah. And plus it takes me a lot less to get drunk now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's why I'm groggy. There you go. Please forgive me, everyone, for my grogginess. I'm still feeling all right, though. I'm fairly chipper. Good. I think. Yeah. How was your week? It was good. It was good. I, I picked up an extra little shift. We were still working three 13-hour shifts a week. You know, I added an eight-hour shift. Mm-hmm. Which is like a full day for normal yeah, people. It's eight. not half a day. But it'd get to that, that eighth hour and you go, oh, I guess I go home now. That went That's by weird. Quickly. Yeah. Yeah, it always feels like whenever you pick up a, like a half day and you're home by three, I'm like, we should do something. <laughs> Forgetting <laughs> yeah. that actually you've done like a full, full day yeah. of work. I've been a stay-at-home dog mom. Oh, you've been having a rough time with that, though. I have been having a rough time. She's been having a rough time. Yeah, she's not having a good time, poor thing. She's just coming to season. Mm-hmm. So she is all emotional Mm -hmm. and crying a lot and obviously she's just moved Mm. so the poor thing doesn't really know what's happening this was very difficult for her it was a it was a disappointing time for her to be moved like this yeah i think so it's really rough on her yeah and you know she's in pain and it's hard for us to tell what what all of her emotions mean yeah, because we don't know her that mm-hmm. well yet. It's hard to tell if this is who she is or, you know, or if it's, you know, she's whining because she's in pain or she's anxious. I think it's going to be a combination of all of those. I think so as well. But that's the thing I was reading up on it. And it's a lot of the websites say, you know, caring for a female dog in heat. They're like a totally different dog mm. to normal. So, you know, we don't know her at normal times Mm -hmm. yet so we're just trying to do the best for her um she probably hates us sometimes Mm. like when we have to put little underwears on her (laughs) so she doesn't bleed on the couch Mm -hmm. and yeah when we kind of have to ignore her for Mm. crying sometimes because we don't obviously want her to get in the habit of getting attention too much when she cries Mm -hmm. but we also want to look after her right now because so much is going on Mm. and you are supposed to you know give them a bit more affection during this time so it's just it has been difficult i know it sounds really dramatic i mean but even that sometimes it doesn't soothe her no even sometimes she's just unconsolable which yeah and very restless um walking around the house pacing looking out the window it's much more difficult when Sean's away at work. She seems to be looking for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when one of us is out, I think it, it's particularly bad. So, yeah, like I said, it sounds really dramatic, but I've had a few moments 
where I'm like, I feel like a new mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just can't cope sometimes. <laughs> um, but we're just, we aren't just really doing the best for her. And mm-hmm. we obviously still love her a bunch. Mm. I know we just got her, but guys, guys, <laughs> she's the best dog. She's so amazing. Yeah. I've taught her already. She's so smart. I've taught a new trick already, mm-hmm. which I call the snoot, <laughs> which is that thing where you go, you put your fingers into like a circle and the dog like puts their nose into the into the circle. She still hasn't quite got it she yet. She hasn't quite got it. She knows that she needs to touch her nose to your, to your fingers, hand, yeah. but she's getting it. Mm-hmm. She's so, she's so smart. Mm. I mean, she's very food driven. <laughs> <laughs> if she, she doesn't think you've got a treat. It is hard to make mm. her do anything sometimes. But again, it's hard to take uh, when when she goes out, and like when you go on a big walk with her, she's she won't touch her treats. She's so anxious. No, the, no. the city's all new for her. She's more of a country dog. Yeah. And all the noises and everything. So it's it's trying to get her out every day to listen to these noises. Yeah, she does like her walks though. Mm-hmm. But obviously, she's in season, so we have to be really <laughs> careful as well. And I think she's just about to come into like the, at the moment, sorry, just giving you a bit of dog period anatomy things. <laughs> um, so at the moment, she's at this stage of being in heat where she does not want any dog, any other dog to touch her. Mm. So she's like tail down, like it's the part where, it's the part where they, they, they bleed. See, I'm not sure about that. I think she's moved past that. Do you think? Because the past two walks that I've taken her on, every dog that passes us, She's interested. Oh, right. Okay. Well, she, yeah, maybe she's, she's turning just, around. And so that's the thing. The next part is she will like stand to get shacked. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to be so crude. Yeah, she'll like stand for mm. other dogs. She's like, she's wanting it. You yeah. know? So we have to be really careful because in Edinburgh, a lot of city dogs. People keep them off leashes and there are a lot of unneutered male dogs around. Mm-hmm. And I read that they can smell a female in season from three miles away. That seems like some kind of made up stat. Yeah. I mean, what does that even mean? They can smell it and then what? I mean. And then they want to find yeah, the lady from dog. three miles away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a shark smelling blood in the water. I don't think sharks can smell. I was thinking about this. Mm-hmm. How could a shark like smell blood? Does that mean that those like scent molecules have to travel that far for them to get it? I, like, uh, I think I think smell is shorthand that people use. I think they they they, they can sense it in some way. Right. Okay. It's but not a smell I thing. Yeah. Because um, I mean, I don't know. Because but. surely for you to for you to be able to smell something, the little molecules of scent is that mm. even the thing? You know what I mean? They yeah, have yeah, to yeah. get they have yeah. to get to you somehow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe it's more of a sense that we don't really understand mm-hmm. that some scientists oh, somewhere sh- understand. Yeah, I'm sure somebody does. Oh yeah, somebody will. Mm. So that's our dog's lady time. Mm-hmm. That's a rundown of that. But we're just trying to do the best for her. We're her fifth home, mm-hmm. and we will be her last. We will. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Okay, so where are we? I've had my first week of high school. Okay. We're coming into the weekend. Okay. There's quite a lot to talk about this week. Let's do this. All right, let's do it then. Saturday, September 7th. Hi. I couldn't stop thinking about what I'm going to say to James today. 
I think that mean that means I can't stop thinking about it today. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to see him today, so Saturday. Yeah, yeah. If he never talks to me again, I'm going to kill Gemma. Remember that she said that I fancied him mm-hmm. really loud, right? Yeah, yeah. Bitch. <laughs> I'll tell Sam that she fancies him. That'll teach her. Yeah, let's just tell everybody how we feel about people. This sounds like a a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should be open and honest mm-hmm. about your feelings. What a punishment. <laughs> we went to this place today. It is this shopping outlet kind of thing and an art shop. Really expensive. I got an amazing jacket from there. It's grey and white and fluffy. I love it. Now, I have a different recollection of this. Yeah. I have a recollection of it being it was it was a nice jacket Mm -hmm. it was kind of short yeah and very like fluff like a lot of fluff and i remember mom and dad putting me in it and and being like that's amazing (laughs) and me feeling kind of like pressured Mm -hmm. that i had to get it well you've convinced yourself you liked it now i apparently did and maybe i did like it more than i thought and maybe maybe i have maybe it's a false memory that Mm -hmm. i'm having of feeling pressured into it Maybe something happens later on. Well, yeah, you will. You will see. Okay, you'll see. And then now that's what happens. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. I think so. Um, and I never wore it because there was nowhere to, to wear it. Mm-hmm. It was like I would say it was great. I would say it was a bit too out there for the age that I was mm. because I was just starting high school and trying to fit in and not be out there. Yeah, yeah. So um, it could have maybe gone like maybe like a ten year old. Mm-hmm. Like could have rocked it, you know. Anyway. Then we went to this craft shop thingy, but I didn't buy anything from there. We stopped for a meal at a pub on the way home, which was yummy. We got back at 7.30 after leaving at quarter to one. I don't know why I write that a lot. Like, yeah. I like the timings that I'm out <laughs> of the house. It's so bizarre. Yeah. I tried to go on MSN straight away, but it's not working. Dad tried to fix it, but now we're in a big mess with the computer. Mm. But it still doesn't work. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yeah, Dad was one of the original computer programmers. Yeah? Yeah, when computers started at the yeah. beginning of time. No, he, yeah, he was a computer pro- programmer in his 20s. So he was probably thinking that he knew what was going on, even though computers had vastly changed <laughs> in that short space of time. Well, all I got to go do is change a vacuum tube over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sunday, September 8th. Hi, I've been such a cow today. I feel dead guilty. It was okay at first, because we went on a walk to Pugney. Then, after that, we went to Asda. As soon as we got there, Kieran picked up this skirt. A skirt. And this is Kieran we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And took it to Mum. She told her to go try it on. So, I went and found a jacket, because I need a new one, seeing as my Cuba one is a mess. Mm. And Dad said that I got a jacket yesterday and I don't need one. And what's wrong with my Cuba one? Excuse me? Since when does Kira need a skirt? I got seriously mad then. You really just don't like it when Kieran gets stuff. Yeah, you were correct. <laughs> but instead of giving them all an earful, I cried. I didn't even want to cry. I just couldn't help it. Mm. And then 
when I couldn't stop and wasn't talking to anyone because I'd cry even more, Dad told me to go to the car. I just said, okay, and pissed off. I stopped to look at a CD on the way, but he just came up and said, no, I said, go to the car. Ooh, yeah. Dad's mad. Yeah, Dad's mad. I felt like saying, Jesus Christ, man. I was only looking at a damn CD. <laughs> but I started filling up again. So I said, okay, and walked as quickly as I could to the car. I just sat in the car and hardly cried at all, and I was completely fine. But when they came back, I just couldn't help it again. Mm. I don't even know what for. When we got home, I was fine, but then mum started asking me what the problem was, which made me cry again. I wouldn't tell her my problem. There are lots of problems. <laughs> um, and then I've got a bullet point list of problems. Okay. But I just want to address that little bit. I, I have a vague memory of this. Mm -hmm. It does. It really makes me think, though, and it really makes me take on board in the future when you're potentially dealing with your children or teenagers, mm -hmm. that whole thing about just crying for no reason, mm -hmm. you know, like trying to remember what that felt like and trying to remember, yeah, at that time, they, pro they thought I was probably being such a spoiled brat. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I was like a little bit. Um, and I think, yeah, this is the thing about the jacket because I then never wore the jacket. So mm. I think that there was a bit of resistance uh, there, gotcha. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was a totally different type of jacket. Like, it just wasn't a practical wearing everyday yeah, jacket. Yeah. So in my head, that's kind of what I was thinking. But aside from that, yeah, with the crying thing, just being totally aware that sometimes you just can't help it. Mm -hmm. And understanding that mm. and maybe even saying look i know you're crying right now and i'm not going to talk to you because it's just going to make it worse mm -hmm. you know yeah because it's that thing and i think i am a i you know that i'm a crier and sometimes sometimes when you're crying and then you like we've done it before cry like if i'm crying we're having a little bit of an argument or mm -hmm. something and then we talk about it and the argument gets fixed mm -hmm. And then I'm still crying. Sometimes mm. you're a bit like, well, everything's... And yeah. I'm like, it doesn't matter. I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm like, I can't just I'm stop. I have now. to. I have to get it out. I have to get the rest of mm. this out. You know what I mean? Even if the problem's totally fixed. And, you know, like, mm -hmm. I just feel that sometimes, you, yeah, you can't just turn it on and not... You can't just turn it off. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely... Yeah, I mean, I definitely can't. People might be able to. <laughs> um, and I think... I mean, I think... That's expected because, like, toddlers can. Mm -hmm. Because they'll, like, immediately get distracted and mm. stop crying and stuff. But no, I, mean, I think once you hit your teenage years, yeah, there's a definite... New emotions. Yeah, that just needs just needs a bit more understanding mm -hmm. of the confusion. Like, the whole, like, why are you crying doesn't help, mm. you know? Anyway, let me... Do you, you want to listen to my list of sure, problems? All right. I feel like I should be like Kieran because she achieves more and I feel pressured to be like her. It's so not fair because Kieran gets way more clothes than me. Mm -hmm. I think that comes from 
as well. Kieran's just not that bothered mm. about clothes. So my mum, anytime she showed an interest. Just went for it, yeah. Yeah. I'm scared because I don't understand what the money situation is in our house. And I feel like I'm the only one who cares. Mm. I'm also scared because on the news, they've been talking about going to war with Iraq. And I still feel like I'm the only one who cares. Mm. I've just started a new school and I'm losing old friends who I don't want to lose. I know that Shelley is going to go so fast and I'm going to lose 90% of my friends anyway. I'm a teenager and even the slightest thing anyone does makes me want to cry. <laughs> I miss Craig. I've lost him already. There are too many to explain. I mean, dad didn't stay mad at me for long because he never does. But I feel kind of separated, you know? It's not like I feel unloved or whatever because I know they love me. But Kieran is the one who got 10 GCSEs. She's the one who's really academic. Dad didn't even like me when I was a baby. How can you not like a baby, for God's sake? Did he tell you that? No, mum told me that. <laughs> and then she was like, don't tell it. Mm -hmm. She was like, dad feels really bad about it. Don't say anything. I was mm. like, why did you tell me that? Then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't, he didn't like me when I was a baby. Yeah, fair enough. He really I don't liked like you as an adult. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He really liked Kieran, mm -hmm. which was baby. But no, it, I think I was different. Did you cry too much? Um, I don't think I cried too much. I know that I, they told me the other day that they used to have to drive me around in the car to get me to mm. fall asleep, which is probably why I fall asleep on any sort of public transport immediately yep. now. I don't know. And yeah, he feels really bad about it. But I didn't know that when mum first told me. So mm. I brought it up to dad. I was like, like, kind of joking. I was mm. like, you didn't even like me. And then he got really upset. Aww. Yeah, I know. I was also, I was a headbanger. Whenever I get bored, I would sit with my legs, like, I would sit on my bum with my legs, like, apart and just bang my head on the floor forward. Mm. You still do that. <laughs> Whenever I'm bored, I want mm. attention. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I was just obnoxious. Yeah. Still haven't changed. Yeah. Not change one bit. <laughs> I'll be fine soon. I know it. But I just want to get back to school and see everyone. Mm. Monday, September 9th, 2002. Mm -hmm. Hiya. School again. I saw James loads today. And I'm sure he saw me, but I think he's ignoring me thanks to nosy Gemma. Oh, no. She doesn't care either. Really pisses me off. Jack knows that Holly doesn't like him anymore now, but he seems okay. Mm -hmm. We were reading this book in English called Brother in the Land, and it scared the hell out of me. Mm. It's about nuclear bombs wiping out almost everyone on Earth, just as it's all over the news about Saddam Hussein making nuclear warheads and stuff. Not true. I seem to be the only one that's scared, though. I bet I'm going to have nightmares now. Mm. Heavy. Um. Yeah, no, I know. Well, I, 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 I don't actually know that much about it. I know mm. that at that age, I didn't understand what propaganda was. Well, yeah, I mean, very few people denied it at the time. I mean, there was, people believed it. I mean, that's, that's that was the whole pretense for the war. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That book's by Robert Swindles. Mm. 
Any good? It was. You know, it was good. It was a bit... Yeah, it was post-apocalyptic young adult fiction. But there was a lot about, yeah, survival and cannibalism and all that kind of... Like, like mm-hmm. making camps together and stuff. But, yeah, I remember it was... It did scare me because... Yeah, I just thought that we were all gonna die. <laughs> I just didn't understand enough yeah. about warfare or any of that. Mm. I like I said, like I've said before, I've only you, I've only, I had only really learned about first and second world war. Mm. Nothing about any other little wars, you know, that 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 we live alongside. Yeah. So your thought process was. This is going to be a huge... Ca- I mean, it is a huge cataclysmic yes, thing. Yes, it is. Always. However, it's huge. It's, you know, we've completely decimated the Middle East. Without but we're not, knowing yeah, about we're it. We're not being affected yeah. in, you know, in any major way. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why people don't have sympathy or empathy with refugees and things because mm-hmm. it's so far removed from us mm-hmm. we just don't get it but the the reason that these people are refugees the majority of the time are because of the actions that our governments have taken yeah absolutely the, the, the west the, the the only reason the west is so rich the majority of us can live without really thinking about politics and stuff like that mm-hmm. is because we completely decimate these countries and then say, oh, look how terrible the, these conditions are. Let's go over there and, you know, quote unquote, help them where we go over there and then take more of their resources away. Yeah, take more of their resources and, yeah, implement our kind of Western mm-hmm. views and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Really sad, no, and obviously too very difficult for a thirteen-year-old to comprehend. Exactly, I mean it's difficult for adults to comprehend that. Yeah, absolutely, and that's why I think you know, like in history, you don't learn, you don't learn about any of that. I think there should be, maybe there should be like an extra thing to history because it's like in UK, it's like kings and queens and Mm -hmm. shit that you learn about. Whereas maybe there needs to be like a more like a, a modern history kind of thing where you're learning about the way a lot of history stuff. is taught is basically cause and effect. They teach you this happened, so this made this happen. Yeah. Which isn't the way things work. Things like you can do recreate those exact same situations now and those wouldn't happen. Everything everything is connected by circumstance, by people by so many different factors that it's not as simple as Franz Ferdinand got shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, yeah. World War. Yeah, which is what it's, it's kind of... There's, yeah. again, like you said, if you recreated that now, not going to happen. It, you know, completely no. different circumstances that they just don't really, they don't bother going into. They, they, they deny these circumstances so as to deny their own culpability. We're going deep into this, so let's get on with Little Girl Lolly. Yeah. <laughs> I just had a blank stare. I was like, oh, that, that went just one, like, one notch. <laughs> I was like, Franz Ferdinand, yeah, I know that, I know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Tuesday, September 10th. Hiya. School was crap today. Mm. One week in and already it's crap. Mm-hmm. I had science first, which was fine, except I had to sit on my own, right? Isn't that the funniest thing you've ever heard? Mm. Well, Ashley, Paul and David seem to think so. They call me Billy No Mate's red hair. Mm. I played along, right? Because I can handle it for one lesson. The rest of the day was fine until the last lesson, RE, religious education, mm-hmm. which is crap anyway. Mm-hmm. But I had Paul and Ben in front of me, and Paul kept calling me Billy No Mates, Red Hair. It's a very long-winded nickname, guys. It is. Did you have red hair? Yeah, we've talked about this. I had red, red bottoms. Oh, red yes. Bottoms. You, you, you tipped your hair. I've got you red tips. frosted tips. Yeah. Then Ben started, which made me kind of upset because I sort of like him a teeny bit. Mm-hmm. Then Gemma started putting me down to look good in front of all of her mates, mm. which really pissed me off. Drama cheered me up, though. Me and Tom made an agreement. So, I've got to talk to Jack about chatting up Tom's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And he's going to talk to his mates about the Billy No Mates thing. All right, there you go. He can be all right sometimes, when he's not taking the piss out of you himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, and... I finally talked to James. Ooh. He's such an obnoxious twat. That happens, doesn't it? <laughs> That's what happens when you put someone on a pedestal mm-hmm. without actually knowing them. <laughs> I said that my mate told me to tell you that you're very fit. And he just nodded in that annoying boy way mm-hmm. and had that big, I'm so gorgeous look on his face. He didn't even pay any attention to me at all. Anyone could have been talking to him. So I don't think it's going anywhere with James. I think I'm okay with that. (laughs) Um, Also, I just want to point out, uh, September 10th is my sister's birthday, and I did not mention it one time. I am a bad sister, and I'm very self-centered at this age. (laughs) It's also the day you bought me my my hat. It is. It's also hat day. It's my hat day. I can't believe you remember that every year. I'm I'm sorry I had to work this hat day. It's just a hat. I just bought you a hat. It's a really wearing. nice hat. It is a really nice hat. I really hat. appreciate it. It was our first trip to Glasgow. Yeah, it was. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And what happened after I bought you the hat? Some random man on the street decided to take a picture of me. Yeah, I took him aside and was like, you look really cool. Can I take a picture? <laughs> and I was stood there like feeling pretty cute. Mm. Well, I did not. Did not even look at me. Look it was beautiful. just like interesting people of Glasgow. Mm-hmm. This guy's walking around in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Wednesday, September 11th. Hi. Today was better, I suppose. I was sat next to Paul in German anyway, and he was being okay. It's just when their mates are around, they feel they need to prove their manliness. Mm. Ha. What a joke. They're pathetic. Completely pathetic. I talked to Jack about Tom's bird, as he puts it. Mm -hmm. But he's such a tosser when it comes to his side of the deal. He sounded like he meant it yesterday, but he just doesn't want to look soft in front of his mates. Mm. Pathetic. Completely pathetic. Absolutely. (laughs) We had a silence during geography for the Twin Towers last year. No one seems to notice. 
that 28,000 people died of starvation in places like Africa on the same day. Mm-hmm. It's not like I wasn't upset about it, though, because you know that I was. No, it's, Deep it's very, it, for a 13 it is year old. very true. It was a very sad event that happened, but the amount of death that happened because of that afterwards yeah. was on another level. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Mm. Yeah, we're going to stop there because the guy upstairs has just started drilling. <laughs> Sean's going to try and, if you can hear it, please forgive us. Sean's going to do his best with his editing magic. But oh, yeah, sorry, we Dad. don't know how long he's going to be, so we'll just we'll just call it a day there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot of a lot of emotions in there. How are you? How are you feeling? Yeah, there was quite a lot. You're really starting to see the kind of. Uh, questioning mind coming out Mm -hmm. starting to question the world really Mm -hmm. like a lot of questioning about like a little bit questioning the status quo Mm -hmm. around the whole you know the whole september 11th thing Mm -hmm. kind of going "Mm, well actually yeah other things happen you know not to uh, not to any great degree Mm -hmm. but showing an interest in the world like that yeah yeah. um and also also quite insular showing an interest in my own emotions and and why these things are happening. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and maybe trying to un- yeah trying to understand. I think there was a quite a lot of like isolation feeling here, mm-hmm. feeling like you you're the only one who is noticing these things. Yeah. Yeah. Like why aren't the adults all terrified? Mm. You know what I mean? No. And yeah, yeah. It's because they know more, mm. or they don't <laughs> know anything. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, our parents' generation was, you know, uh, their, their favorite thing that they used to repeat over and over again was, you know, oh, I'm not political or mm-hmm. I've got friends on the other side. No, not necessarily their fault. You know, that's how, how things had become. I'm not sure about here, but yeah. definitely over in America. It was basically the Republicans and the Democrats, you know, would just trade off. And they still do. They, they, they. It's still all the no, same. But I mean, but people, people are starting to care more now. No, there was really no difference. There, mm, and there still no. is really no difference, except for three points. But they're all, they're really all the same party. They're all the rich. They're all. I mean, they. We're ruled by the rich. We're, oh, exactly. I was. I read a thing earlier that was like somebody had googled were Tom and Jerry friends. Mm-hmm. And it was like Tom and Jerry were best friends, mm-hmm. but Tom had to pretend to hate Jerry mm. so that his owner wouldn't replace him with a cat that would yeah, kill yeah. Jerry. And somebody had put that up, but then replaced it to like the Democrats and Republicans are best friends, but they have to pretend to hate each other mm-hmm. because all the like working class will seize the yeah. means of production. <laughs> I mean, you'll see uh, they go to the same parties. They're constantly say, oh, no, you know, I don't agree with them, but I respect them. No, I mean, the stuff we're talking about, you shouldn't be respecting them. No. Like, the, the stuff that you're fighting against is life and death. Yes, and it is for a lot of people. It might not be for you, no. straight white person. Yeah. Um, But it is life and death for a lot of people. And I do have some friends on Facebook who I've seen um, being like, can we just stop the politics for a bit? And I'm like... I'm, that's fine as long as you acknowledge how privileged that is to mm. say. I think it just, it's crazy that you can say that. I mean, 
I'm very privileged. I could mm-hmm. just, I could just not care. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's fine if people really want to take a step back and they have to, and people do have to take a step back from their mental health. I mean, that kind of thing. But as long as you acknowledge that that's a very privileged position to be in. There's a balancing act. You need to be able to take care of your own mind. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to, you know, step away for a few minutes Mm -hmm. and watch a Star Wars, whatever you need to do. But that doesn't mean that you don't care. That just means, you know, you gotta you gotta take some time for yourself every once in a while. You've got to be able to recharge, otherwise you're not going to be able to keep fighting the good Mm -hmm. fight. Exactly. But you should care. Yeah, absolutely. And you should vote. <laughs> Sean doesn't think that's the most effective. Yeah, I mean, as I said, all the parties are all the same. They're all on the same side. Yeah, I suppose we, there, did. There, yeah, there, we did just say that, and then I'm like, go and vote, people. Yeah, I mean, there, there's an argument for harm reduction. How much harm are you reducing when really all you're doing is perpetuating this ongoing, oh, it's the Tories this month, it's the it's Labour next month yeah. or year or whatever. When, you, when we just continue to perpetuate that system, mm-hmm. people are going to continue suffering. Yeah, absolutely. So I, right. I do understand the, the argument for harm reduction, but it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's not effective. It's what yeah. we've been doing. For centuries. So, instead of voting, go take a woodwork class and build a guillotine. Or a guillotine. Guillotine. (laughs) All right. Shall we finish there? Let's go. Thank you for listening. Our theme music was created by our good friend, David A. Park. If you like what you hear, please head over to his website, davidapark.com. Our logo was designed by another talented friend of ours, Simon Grove. You can see his stuff at simongrovedesign.co.uk. And a very special thanks to Becca, who is helping with our transcript. Feel free to reach out to us. You can get in touch a number of ways. Our website is ddko.co.uk. You can go there to communicate with us or other fans. We'd love to hear from you. And if you do head over there, you'll find a link to a Spotify playlist which we made, which is basically all the amazing music I loved when I was a teenager, and to be honest, still do. My email is sean at ddko.co.uk. That's Sean spelled S-E-A-N. Mine is lauren at ddko.co.uk. Please tell your pals if you've enjoyed it, and remember to like and subscribe and get your podcast. And look out for Dear Diary Keep out on Facebook. Thanks. Stay safe. And don't forget to write your diary. Keep out. Jesus Christ, man. I was a headbanger. When the slightest thing anyone does makes me want to cry.